next? Hey, mate, are we still alive in the quaddy? Boy, you got any tips for the weekend? Welcome to Joey and Junior's Punters Club. Yes, hello. Welcome to another edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet, as always, and looking forward to another show. We're getting into the cricket season. That's heating up. Mark Wall will take us through the tests and what's going on there. But, of course, there's always plenty of racing this week, Rose Hill and Caulfield. But as I welcome in my co-host, Mark Junior Ward. Junior, you had one of those days last week. It was a tough mm. field. You were talking about Kembla, big fields, big odds. But, gee, did you nail it? Yes, Joey. Um, welcome to you, mate. You had a good, uh, good, good Saturday down at Kembla. Obviously, getting a couple of winners home at good odds. My other tip just got beat Steely in the last at, at good odds. It's a good run too. And then uh, Bethancourt won for uh, our stable at uh, Gosford on Saturday. So yeah, it was a bit of a fill up, which is which is uh, nice. Well, there's one thing tipping winners, another thing tipping them at good odds. So let's just take a recap for our listeners that might not have heard you last week and uh, the form you're in. I'm going to go race for number eight, quick tempo each way. Uh, let's just hope there's a bit of pressure on this horse gets a bit of uh, fresh air. Quick tempo's winding up and way to the stars in front. But quick tempo swooping like a seagull on a hot chip. So good up to win it there. Going with uh, race seven, number three, Athelric. Now this is a Godolphin trained horse. Godolphin are absolutely flying at the moment. They're getting winners left, right and centre. They've got, a, I think, coming back from group two racing into this field. Race seven, number three, Athelric looks a good each way price. Rimblash Gem leads to the 250, but Athelric moved up strongly now, and Athelric takes the lead from Rimblash Gem, and then came Key Largo, Southern Lad, but Athelric in front, Dragonstone rattling at the end, but Athelric wins the Warra. Ah, well done, Junior. And of course, uh-huh. Bethancourt, one of the war stables, you tipped us into that yep. as well. And as you mentioned, Steely was a good run. It was beaten by the, the odds on favourite, wasn't it, in that? But if yeah, I reckon nugget. when you tipped it, it was about $17. I think we said uh, Owen last week said there'd been money for it. It was in the $13. It started, what did it end up paying it? Into single figures by oh, the end, by, the, by yeah, race I day. Think it was- I think it was about five, six dollars in the yeah. end. Yeah, but it, it just kept coming for it. So yeah, it would have been nice if I think it opened actually at nineteen dollars. But by the time we did the, our show, it was something like ten dollars. So there was yeah. there was always big money for it. And uh, yeah, nice when you get those sort of odds uh, early on in in the in the week. It is we're very good. Well, we'll get to the Rose Hill tips so, uh, shortly, and I'll have a look at Caulfield as well. But before we do that, let's just touch on the cricket, the busy summer. It's well and truly underway. We had the three one days that, geez, a bit disappointing, the crowds and really the lack of interest oh, yeah. in those one days against England. I think the Poms had had enough. They were celebrating mm-hmm. after their T20s. They weren't really interested. But the test matches get cranking next Wednesday and we're going to take on the West Indies. Yeah, Joey, the, the one days were Australia were a good bet in those one days. As you say, England were almost clocked off. But um, <laughs> yeah, so so we start on uh, Wednesday in Perth. There's a, a two test series against the West Indies, uh, Perth and Adelaide. Um, look, this is just going to be one way traffic. I know they're, they're incredibly short. I think about a dollar sixteen to beat the West Indies. There's no rain forecast, so it's going to be a result. So Australia just. I think they just win easy. I think they win in three days, actually, depending on who wins the toss. But I just think um, the West Indies batting looks really thin. Their bowling looks okay. The West Indies, I think they'll they'll create some havoc uh, with our batsmen. But I just think um, they haven't got enough, you know, power with the bat. So Australia to win easy in Perth. Um, if you're going to have a bit of a long range bet in that series, 
They'll, they'll be betting on the, the most runs, I think, either in the Test match or the series. Steve Smith, I think, is the one to back here. He looks like he's in great form. He's changed his technique slightly. He looks a lot stiller at the crease. He's striking the ball so cleanly. So I think Steve Smith's going to be the leading run scorer actually throughout the summer, but I reckon he'll kick off well in these two tests against uh, the West Indies. So... Yeah, there's not a lot of value there, but Australia, just uh, they just walk in. Uh, they win this series 2-0, I think. So we'll, we'll start there in uh, Perth on Wednesday. Also got the Women's Big Bash uh, League coming to um, the final on the weekend at North Sydney Oval on Saturday. It's the Sixers versus the Strikers. The Strikers got home last night against the Heat uh, in Adelaide. Uh, the Heat dropped a few catches, so the Strikers were a little bit lucky to win. I think I think the Sixers are a good bet here. I think they're the, they're, they've got the... The class squad of the tournament by a long way. You know, they've got Elise Perry, Alyssa Healy, uh, Ash Gardner. Um, the, the list goes on. They've got such a strong lineup. So I think uh, the Sixers to beat uh, the Strikers there on Saturday at North Sydney Oval. So that's uh, the cricket um, for this uh, week and looking forward to a big summer coming up. Yeah, good one. We'll be across that all, all summer. Well, speaking about the uh, the women's uh, big bash, I want to touch on the AFL women's grand final this Sunday. The Brisbane Lions and Melbourne, by far the two best teams of the competition, they've only lost uh, two games between them all year. But I think the Brisbane Lions are a good bet in this one. They're playing up at their new training base. First time there'll be a game played out at Springfield. But the weather, I think it's going to be 27, 28 degrees in Queensland on Sunday. I think that'll favour the Brisbane Lions. They are the fittest team in the competition by a mile. They have some freak athletes. They've been super strong, super competitive. And they're about $1.40, I think, Charlie, that the Brisbane Lions in the AFLW. I think they, they win that. Melbourne... Still looking for their first ever flag, but the Brisbane Lions, I think, will be too strong at home. So just a little one there for the listeners. But let's get to the races, Junior. We'll get straight into it. Some uh, racing at Rose Hill and then maybe a couple of uh, runners for the War Stable over yep. the weekend. Yeah, all right, uh, Joey. So we'll go to Rose Hill on Saturday for my uh, bets out there. Uh, it should be probably a good three, good four track. There's no rain forecast. It's been a very dry few weeks in Sydney, so... Just watch the way the pattern of the day unfolds. Normally, it's a bit hard to make ground when it's uh, a hard track at uh, Rose Hill, but we'll see how that goes because a couple of my bets are probably going to be back in the ruck a bit, so I'm going to need a bit of luck. So uh, I'm going to start off with race five. This is my value bet, actually. Uh, horse uh, Race five, number three, Monty Ditto. Um, this horse has won twice at Rose Hill, so it really likes Rose Hill. It's had a little break since its last run. Really nice trial win there. Uh, last week. It comes off a, a luckless run at its previous start, but I think uh, Monty Ditto, if there's a bit of pace on, it draws a nice gate to get a nice smother there, so it might be my value better of the day. So race five, number three, Monty Ditto. What, you, what price you got, Charlie? He's paying $10 to win, $3.10 to place. Okay, so that's the each way value better of the day. Then we'll go to race seven. I'm going to back up on the horse that ran second last week, which I tipped, a horse called Steely. Down at Kembla Grange, it sat three and four wide the whole way and just kept grinding to the lines. Good run uh, to run second. Uh, this week it steps up to 2,000 metres, but it draws barrier one, and more importantly, it drops seven kilos on its last couple of runs, Steely, so it's well in at the weights. It's a bit harder race, and it gets out to 2,000 metres. This horse has won over 1,800 metres, so I don't think we'll have a problem getting the trip, especially from barrier one with no weight on its back. So I'm going to back up. Uh, after the luckless run of Steely last week and back it each way this week. So race seven, number 14, Steely. Charlie, what price? He's the favourite, $4 to win, $1.75 to place. Okay, well, you can go each way if you want or, or go straight out there. So that's my second bet. Then my third bet at Rose Hill is in race nine, number eight, a horse called Dragonstone. Um, this horse was a huge run last week, actually running second to a Thelric down at Kemmler Grange. It come from a mile off them. 
flash down the outside another another couple of strides it probably wins um so this is a get back horse so you're gonna need a bit of luck in the run i think but um you know it's, it's more than capable of running on and running over the top of this field so race nine number eight dragonstone each way charlie what price five dollars fifty to win two dollars ten to place on blue bet okay we'll back it each way as well so there's my runners, uh, my tips for Rose Hill will go with the War Stable now. We've got quite a few runners, Joey, to get through here. We've got um, hopefully a big couple of days. And it starts actually today at Musselbrook up in the Hunter. Uh, race 6, number 11, Misty Dreams. This horse looks really well placed today. It's around the $5 mark, I think, at the moment, Misty Dreams. That's race 6, number 11, Misty Dreams. Back her each way. She's each way all day. What price? Charlie, have you got Musselbrook there, mate? Or yeah, I do. Bang on 5 bucks. Testing the friendship. No, I've got it here. Okay. Bang on $5, $1.65 to place. Okay, so that's this afternoon. Then we go to Canterbury tonight. We've got a couple of runners down there. Uh, race 6, number 8. Oh, White Boots. He just got nutted last week at Hawkesbury, but he's in at uh, Canterbury tonight. I think he'll run an honest race as well. He's, he's always an each-way chance, and he's about the $10 mark there, white boots. So he's in race six. Then we'll go to the last race. Now, this um, this horse of ours, number one, Sweet Ruby. Now, she was a little bit unlucky uh, first up from a spell there at Canterbury a few weeks ago. It was a really hidden run. She got through the line very well. And I think she is a great chance tonight. If they can run on from the back, sometimes Canterbury can be a bit leaderish, so she'll get back, but I'm hoping there's going to be speed on in the last race, and she just starts flashing home down the middle of the track. I think if there's any speed on, she's just going to be really hard to hold out in the last air tonight. So, Charlie, what price Sweet Ruby, number one? She's paying $12 to win, $3.80 to place. Hey. Yeah, she's, she, she, she's a great price. If, if there's speed on, she just she just mows them down, down the middle of the track and, and runs a good race. So that's uh, tonight. Then tomorrow at Rose Hill, we've got a couple of runners. Race two, number four, Wanga Wonder. Uh, Ex-Kiwi horse having its third run for us. It ran second at Gosford uh, last start. And I think tomorrow it runs a good race in that, that midway staying race. So race two, number four, Wanga one. I think about the $10 mark there, Charlie, is it? Yeah, Wanga just Wanda? slightly outside that. $11 to win, $2.90 to place. Okay, a little spec there each way. And then race 10, we've got number one, French Bonner. But she's drawn barrier 17, so unlikely to go around. And our last uh, runners for the weekend are on Sunday at Newcastle. I think uh, race eight, number two, the Bullring. He's the best of our runners there. He'll run a really good race up there at Newcastle on Sunday. So that's uh, that's my wrap-up, uh, Joey. So over to you, mate, for your tips for the races. Well, you see them like beach balls, so hopefully we can get a couple more winners. So it'll be good to continue <laughs> yeah. on uh, leading into Christmas so we can stock up for Chrissy time. Uh, Caulfield, again, is going to be a good track here on Saturday. We've got nice weather down in Melbourne and... Uh, Again, there's a couple of bets, all three, I think just each way bets to be a little bit safe, but uh, I want to have a nibble out. The first is going to be race three, the 1,000 metre race. This horse, number one, uh, Bruckner, it's, uh, it hasn't raced for over a year, but I'm backing in the genius of Kieran Ma here because it trolled beautifully. You go back 12 months to its form, it ran second in a Coolmore, and it went wedged between Home Affairs and Artorias. It ran third in a Danehill beating uh, behind General Bow and Callo, and then it won the McNeil and beat Artorius as well. I think this horse is pretty special. I reckon the Kiramar will have it uh, right first up. I know it's been a long break, but it might just have a bit too much class for these, so I'm prepared to take the gamble at a pretty nice each-way price, I think, Charlie, for Bluebet. I want to be on race three, number one, Bruckner. Yep, decent odds, Five fifty to win, $2.05 to place. Yeah, that's good enough for me to have a spec at this horse. Could be mm -hmm. could be pretty special. So we'll start there. Then we'll go to the Zipping Classic in race seven. I'm going to go with number nine, uh, Lucini's. This horse uh, has been super consistent all prep. It ran really well in the Turnbull. 
Then it had no luck. It was three wide in the, in the Geelong Cup. And then last start, it was just beaten in the Queen Elizabeth by that um, pretty smart import Sulcombe that was really heavily backed. So I think that from the good gate, it's got most of these other horses covered because there's a scratching of the, another import that's out of the race now. So I think uh, Luncey's is a pretty good price. I think it's each way all day. It'll definitely run top three. But uh, what price have we got there, Charlie? $4.50 to win, $1.80 to place, and the scratching was without a fight. That's it. That's the import that came around in the Melbourne Cup. It was disappointing. They thought it might have backed up, but that's been scratched. So I think Luncey's is the way to go. And then the third bet will be in race eight. Uh, that's the Sandown Guineas. I want to be on number three, the Fortune Teller. This horse has also been racing really nicely. Uh, its last start came from last, hit the line really hard in the Carbine Club, over 1,600 metres. Before that, it was a really good run in the Caulfield Guineas. Uh, if you watch that again, it was sort of three wide, had to do a lot of work to sort of slot in up on the speed, hot tempo, and I thought it stuck on really well. But here from gate 10 with Johnny Allen on board, I think it can just get in that three-wide running lane and it might run over the top of them uh, with a little bit of a freshen up. So I want to be on race eight, number three, the Fortune Teller. $4.20 to win, $1.80 to place on Bluebet. Yeah, there we go. We'll take those all each way and I'm sure that uh, we'll good. end up in front there, Junior. Charlie, before we uh, get our same show multi, we've got to touch on the Soccer World Cup. I know you're a bit of a football fan. Junior, you've watched a bit of it as well. I'm sort mm-hmm. of a, a passing interest, you know. You always get involved in the World Cup, but I, I want to back. I want to back England. I backed them in the T20 World Cup. I spoke to Junior about it. I'm I'm on the England bandwagon. <laughs> I reckon all these myths about them not being able to win major events and all that. I'm over that. I think maybe this is their time. They made the semi-finals in 2018, didn't they? And I just think that they're building nicely. Big win first up. How do you see the Palms, Charlie? You watching a bit closer than me? Yeah. Well, obviously, I support England, so I've got a I've got my eyes on them very closely. And you yeah. know, they say in footy, you got to lose one to win one. You're right. They made the semi in 2018. Yeah. They made the final of Euros. So. It's building slowly, and they did They did look really good against Iran, but Iran are, like, way off the pace compared to England. So I don't know if you can take too much out of that, but they've got a stacked team. And in, in World Cups, it's kind of – if you've got a world-class striker, you're a chance, it, it often seems. And they've got mm. Harry Kane who could score yeah. 10 goals in the tournament, and that's really important when you get into the sort of the latter stages. So I'm hoping that they can win it finally. I mean, I've, I've spent my whole life watching England lose penalty shootouts. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You never know. I'm, I'm not overly confident. i got a little bet on them, though, so fingers crossed they do get up. They're paying seven fifty at the moment on Blue Bet. Yeah, that's a spec for me. I'm, I'm prepared to take mm. that. I know Brazil are the favourites, and rightly so. Argentina was second favourites. They've dropped their first game, so I'm prepared to take the $7.50 and just see how far that can uh, cap, that, the ride I can take into that one. What about you, Junior, and interested in the World Cup? Do you uh, have a little spec? Yeah. Yeah, I like my soccer. Yeah, I, I've backed Argentina before the tournament at six fifty. So <laughs> they're out to nine. Well, they, I should double up. They're out to nine fifty now after they lost to Saudi Arabia. God knows how that happened, but um, look, they can still make it. You know, they can still get through their group. So you know, they're not completely out of the tournament. Um, but Jesus, uh, surprising loss. But yeah, look, well, they I put the ball through the net you know, about three or four times in the first half. Yeah, they disallowed. Yeah, but the, there's a thing called offside, so they need to learn to offside. <laughs> so. But um, no, I, I still think they're a chance, Argentina, so I, I wouldn't write them up. I mean, I think Brazil are the team to beat, but, um, yeah, look, I think there's four or five teams there that could, uh, could could rightfully claim to be, you know, strong contenders. And, yeah, I think the Poms are definitely one of them. France, you know, obviously Spain, they've been impressive, but I'm, I'm cheering uh, Argentina to come back from that first-round loss. And then Australia are playing Tunisia Sunday Tunisia. Mo- Is that Sunday morning? Saturday night, 9 o'clock. Saturday night at 9 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time, we could beat Tunisia. 
we, we can yeah. mention is I think they're ranked just ahead of us uh, on the world rankings. I think they're about 30 if we're 38. So, look, I thought Australia played pretty good for 20 minutes, but then the class of France just shone through. Tunisia shouldn't be uh, as anywhere near as tough a game, and they don't have that awe about them like France do. So I think Australia will be reasonably confident that if they play well enough, they could actually knock over Tunisia. So let's cheer for the boys uh, against Tunisia. They're good odds yeah, as fine. well. It's they're, they're three dollars seventy five Australia. So you can have really? you know you can get get to the pub nine o'clock Saturday night. Yeah, twenty bucks on Australia, and then you got a free free beers for the rest of the night. So. Yeah. Get around Australia. The worst way everyone. to spend Saturday night, isn't there? Charlie? Yeah, exactly. Worst way That's to right, Charlie. Good one. I like that. If we make a few of Junior's <laughs> runners, we might have some more money in the pocket. Yeah. And, uh, well, we'll, we'll get down the Federation hit. Square. We'll get down the <laughs> yeah. Federation Square and cause some trouble down there. That's it. That's yeah. it. Hey, before we wrap up, we always just like to have a little same show, multi, try and see if we can all bank one leg each and get it home. I'm not sure whether we've actually jagged one yet this year, but we'll see how we go. I'm going to kick it have. off. With the NBL, I've been following the basketball. There's a big game on um, Saturday. Melbourne United v the Tassie Jack Jumpers. Melbourne United are in sort of all sorts. They're really inconsistent. They're struggling to find their best basketball. They're favourites in this one, but everyone underestimates the Jack Jumpers. They have for about 18 months now, Tassie. They played in the grand final last year. They've started to find their best form. They're the outsiders in this, but I think they'll win. Melbourne United have got some issues. So, Charlie, let's kick us off with the Tassie Jack Jumpers to beat Melbourne United NBL this weekend. They are paying $2.08. Yep, I'll take that to start us off. You can go second, Charlie. All right, I'm going to go with the World Cup, and I am going to back England. I like that you're on England as well, Joey, and I'm going to take them. They're only $1.44 to win, so I'm going to actually try and pick the correct score. Oh, and wow. I'm going to go England to win 2 0 at 7 bucks. Love it. England yeah, 2 0. Like so Where's that game, Charlie? That is 6 a.m. Saturday morning. Yep. Beautiful. And bring us home, right. Junior. Yeah, well, I, I'm, I'm sort of I was trying to look at some cricket um, some cricket tips, and uh, they're all, I mean, Australia just win uh, the Test match, but do we want to take a dollar sixteen? It's not going to add much value to our, <laughs> our team multi, is it? Um, so I'll, I'm going to go with the Sydney Sixers to win the WBBL, and they're not much better value. They're a dollar sixty, so that's something. So I think they're the best side. That the Sydney Sixers—they've got so much class. And I think they win the, the women's big bash on Saturday night. I think it is at North Sydney Oval. So we'll go with them. I think they're about a dollar sixty. Charlie, is that right? Yeah, just under dollar fifty-nine, and that is paying oh. twenty-three dollars and fifteen cents. So good yeah. odds. All right. Beautiful. Right, Sounds let's, good. Let's get uh, that. Looking, let's finish with a bang. Looking forward to that. Well, plenty of sport to track this weekend, so hopefully everyone enjoys that. Of course, always remember to gamble responsibly, but uh, still plenty mm-hmm. of good racing. Thank you, Charlie. Great to see you back from holidays. Are you off again next week, or are you sticking with us? <laughs> I'll stick around for another week, but then I'm, do- I'm off to Adelaide for the cricket the week after. So yeah. yeah, Junior, you're a busy man as well, so thank you for yeah. your time. Enjoy your weekend. Hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Joey and Junior's Punters Club, powered by Bluebet. We'll be back again next week.